in Chicago, two comedian skeptics named Andy and Art were mysteriously abducted by the illusionary mastermind and conspiracy theorist known only as Mr. Mr. Bunker. Bunker. The following serves as a record of Bunker's attempt to convince non-believers of the truth about conspiracies and paranormal activity. Andy and Art give an uninterrupted presentation and verdict on the plausibility of these offbeat topics, delivering what they call the, the whole enchilada. Will Mr. Bunker convince these two skeptics any of this is real? Will it convince you? Welcome to Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Art Stone. And with me, as always, is your co-host, Andy Hart. Whoa, what's up, Beaver? Wow. Hey, uh, it was really great to be here again with you for another thrilling edition of Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. Uh, Andy, this is is like a fucking breaking news, fresh, hot, I mean... Wow. Dare I say we might be some of the first guys on the podcast scene to be covering this topic. <laughs> well, I haven't done any research to back that up, but I'm just going to make that claim. Well, it doesn't really surprise me, Art, because we're kind of known as trendsetters. I think a lot of people in the podcast community sort of look to us as guides for what's popular, what's hip, what's hot, what's happening. What do podcast listeners want? They listen to the show and they yeah. go, let's do the opposite. We got So we're trendsetters. We got a fucking, we got a fucking breaking. This is a breaking. Uh, it's breaking my heart. Breaking my fucking heart. It's tearing it apart. So fuck this topic. Um, and, and, and this topic today, Bunk Bunkers, if you don't know, if you're not in the know, you probably can tell by the title. But if you can't, because you can't read, that's okay. <laughs> but let we, me tell you. Number one podcast with illiterate people. That's right. This one. This is a genuine UFO UAP photo. Like fucking thought lost to the ages, Andy. But recently, within this year, this calendar year, at the time of this recording, found again. Incredible story. Whoa. The Calvine UFO incident slash photos. And we have a bunkfucker to thank for this one. This came to us from Twitter. Um, my name is Tuesday. Listen to our recent, uh, somewhat recent episode on um, that uh, other Scottish UFO that we covered. Uh, the A, whatever road that was. A70? Yeah. And... Um, and, and and suggested this topic. So thank you to my name is Tuesday. Uh, your your new name is going to be thank you for this topic. My name is Topics because this is a fantastic topic. <laughs> thank you. My name is Tuesday. Your new name is going to be my name is Topics. My name is Topics. You're all right. So my name is Tuesday. Change your Twitter handle, please, to my name is Topics. <laughs> and thank you, Topics. Thank you, Topics. No, this is a fantastic <clears throat> one, Bunk Funkers. This is really going to be a lot of fun. This is an, uh, like, it's. I think it's really going to impress you. Um, and it's it's really cool. And there's a cool mystery involved with it. So if you can't wait to get involved with it, uh, skip ahead. Use the show notes to find that timestamp and skip to when the research begins. Because first, Andy and I got to tell you how we got abducted into the bunker. Also, Bunker Alarm. So we got two things. You got two things. If you two matters of decorum. So don't jump ahead if you want to hear how we got abducted, and don't jump ahead if you want to hear the bunker alarm. Right. 
You gotta, you're gonna get them both. So, obviously, we're here again. We're podcasting. That means we got captured once more by the titular Mister by Bunker. the titular Mister Bunker. And Summer's coming to a close. Yeah, it's time for some of these end of summer uh, things. You know, the days are getting shorter. Days are getting shorter. The weather's getting cooler. Ooh, but it's not too cool yet. No. So we decided to do something cool, as in friggin' rad. Yeah. And have a cookout on the beach, Chicago. Why not have a last minute end of summer cookout? Ooh wee. Chicago, known for its beautiful beaches, abutting Lake Michigan. Yeah. Lake Michigan, such a huge lake. Beautiful. Massive Pristine lake. waters. 25 or 624. Definitely livable levels of pollution in there. <laughs> uh, beautiful beaches with minimal trash. Oh, my trash. God. What the beach? Son of a beach. Son of a beach. Pour me a drink. And you know what? We decided we're going to have a cookout. Me and our, we're going to host a cookout. We're going to host a cookout. We're going to invite our best friend. Right. Nick Simon. Love Nick Simon. We. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Nick Simon is. He's part of the lore. He's part of the lore of the show. He's very famously has been on the show before. He has. Uh, both as a guest and a guest host. He um, has suggested topics for this show. Um, he's well known to build sex dolls in his basement. That's right. He has violent tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, you he scares me. You shouldn't be left alone with him. Yeah. So we decided, hey, we're going to have a cookout with our best friend, Nick Simon, who we've known <laughs> for 30 plus years each individually before we met each other. We knew Nick and we were going to get together with our good friend, Nick Simon. Right. On the beach for a cookout. Now. Um, you know, one thing you got to know about Nick is that Nick, Nick is really late all the time. Yeah. Like Nick loves being late. Yeah, he really does. He, because he actually finds joy in it. It gives him joy. He likes to make people wait mm-hmm. and he enjoys the look on people's faces when they get frustrated. Yeah. He's not there. So he's sick and twisted like that. It was no surprise when we scheduled time with Nick to have a beach cookout that. And we even padded it. Yeah. That. It would, you know, like we would be, we would be waiting for him for quite a while. Right. So Art and I go to the beach. Uh, we've got all the supplies. Yeah. We've got hot dogs. We've got burgers. We've got whole chickens. We've I got brought my grills. We've got grills. We've got. We have multiple grills. Hibachis. We've got. Because I didn't know what you guys wanted. I didn't know. You know, I have a charcoal grill, but then, you know, I thought, well, maybe Andy likes a propane grill. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Andy likes. I can't get in that guy's head. I don't know what's going on in his little skull. We got charcoal grill. We got propane grill. We got a butane grill. Um, we got one that runs just on pure gasoline. That yeah. one's not good. Shouldn't eat no, off of that. It's a gross one. Uh, we got we got just a pit full of coals. Right. Uh, where we we're gonna bury an entire hog in the sand. Um, <clears throat> we were gonna. We bury- didn't have banana leaves, so I used banana peels. Right. I'd we, eat like forty bananas. I ate an entire box of bananas, but we did get enough banana peels to wrap the pig in it. We were so ready. Yeah, we were so ready. We were on the beach, and if Nick, of course, our dear friend Nick. <laughs> You know, he's a vegetarian. Right. So, we, surprisingly, we did have to, because, you know, you look at a guy like that, you think Hannibal Lecter. Right. Eats human flesh. <laughs> yeah, you think, you don't think necessarily think this person eats meat, but you do think that they consume the flesh of other human beings that have wronged them. Or they feel have wronged them. <laughs> they probably haven't wronged them, but. They've actually just marginally slighted them. Right. <laughs> like cut them off in traffic or like or like you know, you know, didn't say hello the right way or something like that. Accidentally let the door slip and didn't hold it open for them at a store. Right. <laughs> right. Or, you know, sh- their shoe came untied 
while walking in front of Nick on the sidewalk yeah. and they paused for a second to retie it. Right. But we weren't aware that he was behind them. So we had plenty of veggie supplies. <clears throat> we did rib corn. We were going to do rib corn, which is where you season and, you know, low cook uh, corn like you would a rib, like ribs. Comes out really nice. We had veggie burgers. We had lots of stuff. But then jackfruit pulled pork. Jackfruit pulled pork. Um, and garden dogs. Fucking Nick never showed up. We're I mean, what the around. fuck? We're waiting around. We got all this. We got all this food cooking. Yeah. We got sides. I got potato salad. I got macaroni salad. I got coleslaw. I got baked beans. Yeah. I got carrot salad. Mm-hmm. I got apple salad. Yep. I got Jubilee. Yep. Cherries Jubilee. Ambrosia. Ambrosia. I got fruit cocktail. Fruit mocktail. Shrimp cocktail. Shrimp cocktail. Shrimp mocktail. I got kitty cocktails. I got adult cocktails. We had all this stuff. And so much fucking shit. We're sitting around for an hour. For three guys. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty for three guys. <laughs> it's just a great amount. Yeah. Just enough for three guys. And we were waiting, waiting. And I'm sorry to have to call out our friend Nick Simon on the air like this. But you know what? Andy and I are a couple of high test alpha male chads. We fucking handle our business head on. We don't subtweet. We don't fucking. We don't we sub don't, in any sense. We don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we only dom. We're doms. <laughs> we don't fucking. We're not going to throw fucking strays at people. No, we come head on. And right. some of you might be saying, well, then why aren't you confronting Nick in person right now? Why are you doing... Well, you're not we- listening to the whole story. Yeah, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, why are you judging us already when we haven't even finished the story, okay? We're the high-test males, okay? We're high-test alpha males, and you know what? You haters can hate. We don't fucking care. It doesn't bother us. It literally never bothers us. You can't touch us. We live on a mountain, and you live underground. <laughs> you understand me, fucking haters? So he never fucking showed up. So he never shows up. So whatever, we're like, well, God damn it, fucking Nick. Right now, what are we going to do? And then all of a sudden, who shows up but stupid ass fucking Mr. Bunker, dumb ass fucking Mr. Bunker. That fucking loser. That stupid fucking idiot, Mr. Bunker. This lame fucking dipshit, fucking dumb fucking idiot, <laughs> Mr. Know. Bunker shows up. Has the audacity up. to show his face around us. Audacity just wandering around, stupid ass fucking know. ugly piece of shit, Mr. Bunker. Yeah, he, was, he had his little metal detector. He was scanning for things. And he show, just shows up like, oh, I didn't know you guys would be here. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, like you don't fucking track our every fucking movement. Yeah. He's like, oh, ah. Uh, oh. What are you doing? Oh. Uh, what are you going to do to her? And we're like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> are you here to capture us? And he goes, oh, no. No. Oh, I'm just metal detecting. Oh. Uh. And, and then he's like, oh, no. Fuck this. Fuck you guys. <laughs> okay, guys. That's enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's acting really weird. He starts talking about like, he's talking about, oh, he's seeing, he's seeing the jackfruit and some of the veggie burgers we brought. And he's like yeah. really interested in them. And like, you know, and then he's like talking about how like he don't get no respect. And he tried to do this like Rodney Dangerfield routine, and we were like, "He's like, oh, I don't get any respect. Nobody respects me." Uh. And we we're like, "Is that Dangerfield?" And he's like, "No, uh, uh, no, I get no respect." Maybe. And then he starts talking about. I mean, he just 
just really going in on like, yeah. oh, you know, nobody respects him. And like people, he sees these people on the street all the time and they just ignore him like right. he doesn't exist. Right. And how people are going to learn to respect him when his, when he can finally enact his plans. Now, someday he's going to be a big shot and everybody right. else is going to be sorry. And it's like, you're ranting a lot more than usual. And, you know, after he got done fucking sweating up a storm and ranting and whatever, you know, moving his arms wildly, he, uh, he, he was, he was bent over in the sand. Um, you know, I think he had, he said he like dropped the tortilla chip or something. And like, yeah. he, I was like, well, just leave it. The birds will get it. Or like, why are you trying to go? He's like, no, I'm going to look for it. I was like, okay. I saw better big ass fucking zipper on the back, like right at the nape of his neck there. Yeah. Where his skull and his neck are infused. Right. So big ass zipper said YKK zipper. Big ass zipper. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. I was like, Andy, look at that zipper. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? So we fucking dive bomb tackle him. We swan dive. We both tackle him right there and then there. Right. We're wrestling on the ground with this, with Mr. Bunker, quote unquote. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Finally, we subdue him. We do. We subdue him. I grabbed his legs and you grabbed his arms and we kind of hogtied him over the coals. Right. So we've got him. And he's like, ow, 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 ow. He starts howling. Ow, 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 ow. Give me a Debbie howl. So we've got him like we've got him hogtied over the spit, right over the spit, <laughs> and he's rotating. And so eventually we wrap. Oh fuck! I fucking just hit the microphone. Oh my god! Reenacting this, we we fucking we, we unzip that we zipper, unzip forcefully. that zipper, forcefully tear it right off. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it? His skin suit falls off. It was Nick. It was Nick Simon the whole time. The whole time trying to pull some what he thought was an epic prank on us. He thought it was a really fucking funny prank. He's like, haha, you guys, I got you. Take me off of this rotisserie. And we're like, Nick. We're like, Nick, what the fuck, dude? Nick, we planned this whole thing for you. Meanwhile, you're dressed up like fucking Mr. Bunker. Just come over here to like rant at us about how nobody respects you. We already know nobody respects you. And we're such high test alpha Chad males. Like we were grilling him, confronting, literally grilling him. Yeah, literally. We're, we're confronting him head we're on. We're literally grilling him. We're roasting his ass, yeah. literally. Me and you did not have tears in our eyes. We didn't have sensitive nipples. None of that. Because um, we're high test males. We're high test males. High test males don't have sensitive nipples. Right. And we cry. weren't on the verge of tears because we felt like our friend hurt our feelings and didn't respect us on like an emotional level. It was right. more so just like, dude, we were excited to grill and you fucked it up, bro. It was like right. high test. Very high test shit. Very high test shit. Because, you know, it's like... <laughs> It's not alpha male if you like see your best friend and you realize that he allowed you to set get yourself set up for some big prank right. that he's trying to pull on you. Right. And we certainly didn't like take a moment to ourselves and go sit right. by the water. Right. And have to reflect on things. No, instead while we, got we left right, Nick over the open coals. We got right in his face about it. So while we were sitting there literally grilling our friend Nick Simon over an open flame, <laughs> right. uh, as he screamed, Oh, like a little, like a, like a, I got, I got, I got, oh! <laughs> we didn't realize the 285 pound bag of Kirkland signature brand charcoal scented briquettes, the charcoal 
charcoal briquettes scented with scented cheeseburger, with cheeseburger and, and cigarette essence. Yeah, brand Kirkland Signature brand charcoal briquettes scented with cheeseburger. And let me and just tell you, if you go to if you go to Costco, I don't recommend these. I it sounded like a good idea. It was like okay, one left. I was like, ooh, it already sound. It's already scented with cheeseburgers and cigarettes. The key profiles of flavor yeah. for any grilled meal. Right. Well, I don't recommend this brand. <laughs> well, we didn't see it come to life as a what? fucking charcoal golem. Yeah. This 285-pound bag of charcoal that we had, right. this, it just it anthropomorphizes into some sort of a charcoal golem. Fucking scooped us up, took us to the bunker. And here we are. That was Mr. Bunker. That was Mr. Bunker. He was there all along. Nick was either a willing accomplice, an unwilling accomplice. I have no idea. Nick Timon could be dead. He's Nick- literally roasting. We left him over an open flame. Right. I mean, luckily, it's a low and slow method, so he'll come out very nicely done. Nick, if, if anything, Nick should have perfectly crispy skin when all is said and done. If anything, Nick Simon should be thanking us. Right. We improved him. Right. We made him tasty. He's going to be delicious. Mm. Uh my only regret is he's, that we didn't... He's salted with our tears. We didn't get a chance to rub him down with our patented spice blend. Andy and Ardo's, you don't know till you Andy and Ardo? Give it a couple of pops now. We gotta get our friend Stale Cracker. You ever see that guy? What a do, dude? Come on, dude. Whip it up now, dude. This is how we do a Cajun style, dude. Come on now. Hit it with some of that stale cracker. Dude. <laughs> we didn't get to hit it with any of that. You should have got our friend Stale Cracker. Come on, dude. <laughs> That's how we do it. Stale Cracker style. Get yourself a big old stirring paddle. I'll show you how to do a crawfish ball now. Come on, dude. <laughs> Yeah, look him up. Stale Cracker. And the other guy is Dano. I love their cooking style because their whole cooking style is just they, no, no technique or prep, just covered in seasoning. Use, you got, you know those like fucking 16 ounce large like McCormick fucking like wholesale fucking spice blends. Just use half the bottle on anything you're cooking. It'll make it taste good. Doesn't matter like the ingredients and like eight <laughs> different kinds of cheeses. I'll cover it up. Come on, dude. <laughs> you don't know until you Dano. Fucking awesome, dude. Love it. Stale Cracker. So next time we'll call up our friend Stale Cracker. And he'll be like, here's how you do it, dude. Here's how you roast a Nick Simon Cajun style. Dude. You got to <laughs> stop. Roasting a Nick Simon is a lot like roasting a gator. It is. It is. So... They both got all them teeth and no toothbrush. What Nick hasn't brushed dude. his teeth in 14 years. Nick does not brush his teeth. That is true. And he really needs to start. So anyway, you know, I guess Bung Funkers out there, keep an eye on your friends because sometimes they can be your worst enemies. Keep your friends close yeah. and your enemies closer. And keep an eye on your, your back because you yeah. might be so focused on grilling your friend, literally, yeah. that you don't realize the charcoal golem coming along. Yeah. But we anyway, have, we all have charcoal golems in our lives. Hopefully, yeah, we all have either real or metaphorical charcoal golems in our lives. And um, well, anyway, speaking of charcoal golems, <laughs> we got to thank um, 
another. We got to thank a flesh golem. We got to thank a flesh golem, aka a new patron. <laughs> okay, right. we got there. That's right. Come on, dude. <laughs> so we're proud to welcome to the show another new patron. Um, so many people are becoming patrons of this show, becoming one of the most popular podcasts in history. This is the most pop. It's actually this is just breaking on AP Newswire. This is the most popular podcast in podcast history. That's true. We just passed 40 billion downloads. 40 billion downloads. In one day. And we have about 3 million patrons. And we're making $800 trillion a week. Yep. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> we're the most popular podcast of all time. It's a fact. Uh, and you know what? Nobody could resist this. And you can't blame this next uh, this per- special person we're going to thank today for wanting to become a patron. So... Let's do a big thank you to the newest patron of the show, Colin Butler. Colin Butler. Thank you, Colin. Colin, I don't know where you were when you decided to become a patron of the show. Were you the butler in the kitchen? <laughs> were you in the bedroom? Uh, were you in the library with the rope? Was it the Colin in the in the in the library with the with the rusty pipe? One thing's for sure. <laughs> After a couple of months of being a patron, you'll be calling in the bathroom with a gun. <laughs> Not shooting yourself, shooting your podcast player. Right. Um, does everybody listen to podcasts in the bathroom? Yes. Or is it just me? I think predominantly a big part of our listenership is in the bathroom. Okay, well... Uh- that tells me everything I need to know. Colin, we're going to do something special for you. We're going to ring the old Bunk Tech Bunker Alarm 3000. It's going to find a perfectly synced alarm that's going to play for you to honor you your for becoming essence. a patron of this show. And it's going to you know, do something that really speaks to your personality and your love of the bathroom. So here we go. Let me just turn this machine on. I'm going to plug it in. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Fucking hell. There's a lot of sparks. Andy, that doesn't seem very safe. It's not. <laughs> oh, no, dude. <laughs> I'm about to be a stale cracker, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Anyway, having fun. Uh, let's look for some... Essence of Colin Let's Butler. look for Essence of Colin. I'm going to use the mouse Okay, on the that, computer. You're like spinning it a little bit like a DJ wheel. Yeah. Okay. Click. <laughs> Just like a DJ. Click, click. <laughs> yep. um, exactly like a DJ would. There's a few different um, uh-huh. <clears throat> file folders here to pick you from. Look concerned. Um, it's just tough to choose. But you got to let your spirit be the guide. I mean, it's got to match Colin Butler's personality perfectly. Let your spirit be your guide. Yeah. I'm gonna Jiminy, let your conscience be your guide. Pinocchio. Jiminy Cricket this, yeah. Jiminy Cricket it. Yeah. Yeah. Andy you keep Andy keeps turning back at me. Look, Keeps click. looking at the bunk type bunker alarm 3000. Click, click. Click. Um, okay, I have a feeling you're browsing the web. Oh, mm. Click. <laughs> Okay, okay, here we go. All right, okay. Andy got a little distracted there. <laughs> Sorry, just checking my stocks. Oh, really? And bonds. Uh-huh. On yep. that website. Bonds are way up. People love that movie. On that website so, with a black and orange logo. Yeah. Yeah. Stock hub. Stock hub. Okay. Okay. I yeah. mean, uh-huh. 
certain certain securities are surging right now. Right, are they? Yeah. They're making a big thrust right now at the moment. Yeah, it's a bull market. It's a bull market for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's some there's some big bulls over there. There are big bulls, there are big bears. Big I see a big pair of bulls right there. Yeah. Big oh, ones. Tab's still up and Whoops. <laughs> uh Colin. Colin. Uh Colin, we got a perfect alarm for you. I know you're perfect. gonna love this because you're gonna say this and you're gonna be like, oh my god, this is so perfect. So I'm gonna do a little bit of a countdown. We're gonna do a three, two, one deal. Yep. And then you're gonna hear the bunk tech bunker alarm is gonna play for you the most perfectly synced alarm speaking to your personality you've ever heard. So let's see, let's let's, let's hear what it comes up with. Yeah. Here we go in three, two, one. Whoop! 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 Wow. That one could have gone on forever. Yeah. There was no end in sight. I to wasn't that sure one, where but, that one was going to end. But but I think that really worked. Yeah. I think that worked. Yeah. That was a pretty good and one. I think Colin enjoyed that a lot. I can tell Colin did. I can feel the love already. Yep. Surging through my veins. Well, I can, we certainly feel it from your very generous donation, Colin. We thank mm-hmm. you so much. And I can definitely feel the love like coursing through parts of my body. Okay. Andy. Click. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, I'm just going to turn this thing off. Get those stocks out of there. All right, I'm going to turn off my stock ticker. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm just going to turn off the bunk t- Colin, thanks so much for being a uh, Thank you, patron Colin. of the show. We Thank really do you, appreciate Colin. it. We do. Uh, I'm going to turn off the uh, bunk tech bunker alarm 3000 now. Let me just grab my hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> Andy severed a large cord. It's now, off. That is <laughs> wriggling around like a snake. Oh, jeez. I got shocked. We got a live wire. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred twenty volts just going through Andy's bod. That's no that's no problem. <laughs> Boy, my pacemaker's working really well now. Jeez. <laughs> uh Colin, thank you. New again. York City. Did you know I used to work for the Pace Salsa Company? Did you? Yeah. That's what they call the people that work in the Pace Salsa factory floor. Pacemakers. Yeah. Makes sense. New York City! New York City! Hey, thanks again, Colin. (laughs) Yeah, Colin Butler. Thank you. Thank you again for joining the Patreon. If if you'd like to be like Colin, get a bunker alarm just like that. Why wouldn't you? Um... Who wouldn't want that? You can always uh, check us out. Patreon.com forward slash Mr. Bunker pod. Five bucks a month will get you that uh, fucking bunker alarm. And uh, you can join uh, the Discord. You get an extra oh episode God. every month. You get a live wow. stream. Wow. Gaming live stream. You get other maybe little sneak peeks every now and again. And um, hundreds of hours of behind the scenes. Three million Patreon hours. Content. There's a lot of good episodes back there. Yeah. People are discovering them. And if you ever have trouble with Patreon's shitty UI. Uh, just message one of us and we can help you through it. Because I feel like I feel like it's just not easy to find your way around when you log in on that site. They recently redid it. I'm not a fan of the UI. I'm coming out and I'm saying that. I think it needs to be so anyway, Bunk Funkers, we got a fucking topic, dude. We got to get to a topic. Ooh, this is Cal Vine. Bluesy 
Calvine. This is Scottish. This is fun. This is big. There's a brand new segment that we've never aired in this topic, in this episode. It's a big one. It's fun. It's going to be cool. Wow. Hyping it up up top because I think this is a fun one. I'm having fun with it again. Let's get to it. a lot of hype. A lot of hype, and there should be. Because, Andy, this is the Calvine UFO photos here on Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time. Oh, it's me, Mrs. Doubtfire. Scotland. Ooh. Andy, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. Not of me, Art. Pictures of me might cost you a thousand dollars because I'll end up breaking the camera. (laughs) Perhaps it's best to leave you in description form for now, Andy. But today's topic, mm, oh no, (laughs) we're not leaving anything up to a description. Well, except the part where we classically describe a photo over audio format. Oh man, a classic NBCTP bit. We're trying to get that going, NBCTP. NBCTP. Mr. Burgers Computer Time Podcast. NBCTP. NBCTP. Beavers. It's like MST3K. It is. NBCTP. Get it trending. Uh, Beavers, this is a topic some may consider breaking new enchiladas. Piping hot and fresh, Andy. The world's best UFO photo, thought lost forever, has been rediscovered some 32 years later and released to the public. Just just a few months ago, actually, uh, from this recording in 2022, in fact. A scoozy? A scloozy. A scloozy? Big time scloozy, Andy. A scloozy? A scloozy? A scloozy? A scloozy? Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> a scloozy? A scloozy? <laughs> like an exclusive. Mamma mia. A scloozy. Mamma mia, a scloozy. A scloozy? It's a scloozy? A scoozy? It's an exclusive. That's, that's my impression of an Italian man asking, is this is an exclusive? Excuse me. Is this an exclusive? A scoozy? It's an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Calvine UFO photos are truly fascinating and full of mystery. It's not often you get an honest to God photograph of a UFO. I can't. I, I'm so excited. Yeah, you're like revved up. Now for a little backstory. On August 4th, 1990, two hikers in the Scottish Highlands of Calvine saw something strange up in the sky. They saw a UFO. A large diamond-shaped craft up in the sky followed closely by what seemed to be some kind of military jet plane akin to a Harrier jet. Now, normally... As is the case with almost every single UFO case ever without fail, you know, they would have not had a camera or they would have messed up the footage or, you know, whatever. Like they would have fucking like. There's always some problem. There's always some. Problem. Oh, the photo didn't come out. Right. Oh, it was all blurry. But not this time. No, that's the beauty of the Calvine photograph, baby. The two hikers snapped not one, but six, Andy, fully in frame, high definition daylight photographs of the object oh shit yeah i know right yeah now until relatively recently the photos were lost to time hidden away by the british mod the ministry of defense 
So if we had covered this topic even months ago. Alerts me, Jiminy Glick, interviewing the Ministry of Defense. So why are you doing Ministry of Defense? I You're not very defensive, are you? <laughs> I have been watching a few Jiminy Glick videos Fucking lately. love Jiminy Glick. The Ministry of Defense. Now we're going to be talking to Nick Poop. <laughs> from the... From the British Ministry of Defense. From the Vatican. Nick. Martin Short, check him out. Probably never heard of him. <laughs> Martin Short, little known comedian. Yeah. Well, little. <laughs> Got him. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm just joking, Marty. I'm just joking. We're, we, we're on a... so short. <laughs> I sound like Edith Bunker. <laughs> um... All right, so until recently, these photos had been hidden away by the British MOD. So if we had covered this topic even just a few months ago, that's where it would have ended. Yeah. Some people did some rendered mock-ups of what the photos may have looked like. People knew of the photos, but no one had ever actually seen the photographs themselves. These hikers sent the photo negatives to Scotland's Daily Record newspaper, who then wrote a story on the photos, but... Before it was published, they sent the photos to the press officer at the Royal Air Force uh, Pitt Reavy base near Edinburgh, a joint MOD and NATO North Atlantic Treaty Organization. What? I just think it's funny that you you know all the acronyms. I love acronyms. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, MOD uh, art is technically initialism, and then NATO is an acronym. God, go fuck your... Get, get the fuck out of here. RAF, also an initialism. <laughs> Royal Air Force. So, so they sent these to the... So uh, the Daily Record sent these to the press officer at RAF Pitt Reavy, which is near Edinburgh, uh, joint MOD NATO base. Uh, that has since been shut down. But they sent the photographs there for authenticity and for the RAF to comment right. on them. So the MOD then promptly shut down the article and took the photos. They confiscated the photographs. We're going to come back to this more in a bit. Now, maybe a month after this happened, a DI-55 officer traveled to Scotland to examine the evidence and interview the two hikers who took the photos. Then after that, the hikers went on their way and have never come forward. They've never spoken publicly about this. It is believed that the MOD, sub MOD subsequently sent the photos to the RAF's Joint Air Reconnaissance Center, or JERIC, in RAF Brampton in Cambridgeshire for detailed, probably, probably I should say it is Cambridgeshire yeah. for detailed analysis. I mean, listen. I mean, I apologize in advance we to apologize all English-speaking listeners for how we're I pronounce English words. At this point in the timeline, the photos disappear. They were lost to the ages. The MOD says, oh, we sent them back to the paper. And the paper's like, we never fucking got them. They were gone. They were gone. These photos, these amazing photos, this amazing story just disappeared. Dead. Dead in the water. So where did they go? <laughs> so where did, this, where did the photos go? Where did they go? So you're saying you lost them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Enter one British journalist and professor, Dr. David Clark. Now, Clark is, is famous in, for the shoes. Famous for the shoes, Clark's but also shoes. now famous and is now being awarded the most coveted Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast presents the Sherlock Holmes as portrayed by Robert Downey Jr. Honorary Sleuth of the Year Award. Oh, my God. For his hard work tracking down one of the lost six photographs. Wow. wow. 
The Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast presents the Sherlock Holmes as portrayed by Robert Downey Jr. Honorary Sleuth of the Year Award. I know. Oh, my God. Everyone, please give this man a round of applause. Please do it now. I swear. I'm not fucking asking. If you don't stop and thank Dr. David Clark right now, I will turn this podcast around. You beefers are so goddamn inconsiderate and selfish. Did you ever stop and think about all the hard fucking work that Dr. David Clark put into finding these photographs? And you're going to sit there on your hands like a piece of shit? Do you know how hard David Clark works? You fuckers! Give him a round of applause right now! Jesus Christ! What do we have to do to get David Clark some goddamn respect around here? I'm sorry to shout, but Jesus fucking Christ! Bugbuggers, I'm going to try my best with the audio engineering, but no promises. Anywho, Dr. <laughs> Dr. David Clark, if you're listening, and we know, we know you, you are, are, expect that award in the mail. You can trust us like you can trust the MOD with these photos. Anyway, <laughs> we won't send anything naughty. Yeah. Naughty. Anywho, Clark had been hunting for the Calvine photos for 13 years, Andy. Until finally, he discovered that former Royal Air Force press officer, Craig Lindsay, still had a copy of one of them. Oh. As it turns out, Lindsay had held on to the original photo Still in its daily record envelope, hoping that one day someone would come looking for it. <laughs> Which, as someone who still has notebooks from high school that he hasn't thrown away for some reason, gives me hope that I'll have my, well, I told you so moment one day, and that I'm not just a disgusting hoarder. Yeah, mm. maybe. Uh, anyway, these photos really carried some weight. Allegedly, they were so fascinating that when they came across the MOD's desk, they had them blown up and printed on large poster paper and hung them in the UFO investigations room, the very same office where Nick Pope would eventually work. Famous UFO investigator for the MOD. He's very, he's very well known in UFO circles. Now famous UFO circuit. He's no yeah. longer with the MOD. Right. Um, you can see that he's still a bit of an insider. Um, you yeah, know, he you pops watch, up every UFO thing. Yeah. Yeah, and if you've ever watched... Uh, the episode that Ancient Aliens did of covering um, the uh, uh, whatever the name of that UFO potential facility was in the UK that is escaping. Uh, me right now. Rendlesham. Uh, yeah, I think so. Or no, not Rendlesham, but um, the other one we did. The other one. Yeah. That one where he was on with Sukulos and then it right. was like funny. And he's like, oh, I, you know, I used to work for this department and then just sort of stand around outside for a while. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, you guys can't come in here. And he's like, Nick's like. Okay, so they're telling us we can't go in. Um, <laughs> and that generally means that we're not allowed in here. Yeah. And Giorgio's like, can no. we just walk in? It's <laughs> like, no, I'm afraid no. not. So, uh, famous Nick Pope. In fact, uh, this is exactly when the world would first become aware of these alleged photographs because in 1996, Nick Pope published his book, Open Skies, Closed Minds, in which he described them. The UFO com community was intrigued, to say the least. While the discovery and recovery of the photo have been a major breakthrough for UFO research, the identities of the hikers who took the photos, as well as the five other photos, remain unknown. Now, in 2009, the mystery got a small boost of excitement as poor quality photocopies made by the MOD in the 90s were released to the National Archives. But hey, bunkfunkers, you've waited this long. Let's stop beating off around the bush here. Let's get to a new segment, a first of its kind, this is the Chad Kroger's Look at This Photograph segment. Ooh. Look at this photograph. Bunkfunkers, Andy has... That's all we're legally allowed to play. <laughs> Bunkfunkers, Andy has 
Never. He didn't look it up. I, I told him not to. He has never seen the Calvine UFO photo before. So we're going to show it to him live. We're Art, doing it live. Art, <laughs> fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Art warned me if I looked up this photo in advance that he would spank my little bottom. That's true. And it was so tempting to look up that photo. But I didn't. We're going to get his raw, unfiltered, uncensored reaction live on the air here on the Chad Kroger Look at This Photograph segment. Look at this photograph. All right. It's good that we're doing this uncensored because most of the time this podcast is so heavily censored. It's a very censored podcast. All right, Andy. I will now. <clears throat> I have my laptop in front of me. I have the, I have the, I have the photo. I will now. I'm going to be I'm as be, usual I'm be flipping around as usual. The Art has a big photo up on his laptop that's sitting on his lap <laughs> Yep, and he's not wearing pants. <laughs> I, I will now reveal the Calvine UFO photo to you, Andy Hart, for your live reaction. Right, Here's three, two, one. <laughs> oh, my God. Andy, can you please describe for the bunkfuckers what you're seeing? Yeah, what I'm seeing is a pregnant Sandy Cheeks. Wait, what? Walking with huh? uh, SpongeBob wearing, like, jeans and Uggs and carrying some sort of a backpack. They're both looking at each other. They've got big eyes and rosy cheeks. And uh, they're walking in oh front of an image of the smoldering uh, Twin Towers wait a minute, wait Trade a minute. Center. Oh, oh, fuck. Whoops, whoops. Sorry. Whoops. I was... Uh, that's uh, something else. Uh, Another project Art's yeah, working diff- on. Different, 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 different. Andy, I will now reveal to you, here on the Chad Kroger's Look at This Photograph segment... Look at this photograph! The Calvine UFO photo. Wow! wow. Bunkbuckers, Andy made a very, like, I'm actually impressed face. Andy, can you describe for the Bunkbuckers in audio format what you're looking at right now? So there's obviously right in the center of the frame. I know, right? Suspiciously right in the center of the frame. Bunkbuckers! There is clearly a classic flying saucer design type of craft that's in the sky. What you can see is at the bottom of the frame... There looks to be uh, a fence row, yep, um, p- potentially of razor wire uh, with some posts, wooden posts in between. It looks like maybe there's a car off to the lower left corner or something. It's hard for me to tell exactly what that is. Um, yeah. But there, an, in the upper right corner, you can clearly see that there is a tree, like a branch hanging foliage. down. Foliage. There's some foliage hanging down. And then right in the center, it's clearly the sky. Uh, you can see this large it it's really large in the frame it's not like filling the frame but it's it's big enough to see right uh it's it's a disc shape that's wider in the middle so classic flying saucer shape and it's on either side top and bottom there's one like dot is all i can make out to the oh that's the cursor never mind so then lower and to the right which looks like it's probably trailing behind rather than being actually beneath this craft is some other type of object that looks similar. It's much smaller, but it looks like it's a similar shape of flying saucer that's uh, bulging in the middle. Well, that's that. That's an, it's a very clearly an airplane shape if you were looking at it up close. Andy oh. and I are classically, I know a lot of you don't see this, but Andy and I are actually like 18 feet apart when we record. <laughs> Probably should have gotten closer together, but if you want to look it up on your phone to get a more better impression, Andy, you can. But um, anyway, wow. Well, that's, an a- that's an airplane. Yeah. The smaller thing. Right. Okay. What a reaction. That, Bunkbunkers, was the Chad Kroger look at this photograph segment.
And you know, I'm really the perfect subject for this segment because I'm known yeah. for my like emotional reactions right. to things. You actually, you made a face. I caught it. Yeah. You made a real face. But, it's actually uh, a good picture. It is. It's a good picture. Yeah. I can't wait to learn more about it. There's a framed up mystery. Beautifully. <clears throat> well, now, as Art said, if you have not seen this photograph for yourself, pause right now. Go look at it. Um, give yourself your own little Chad Kroger look at this photograph segment. Look at this photograph. Now, BFers, just what the heck is that thing, huh? One possible theory is that the UFO in the Calvin photograph could be the quote unquote Aurora, a top secret aircraft allegedly built by the United States in the 1980s, though the U.S. government denies that such a project ever existed. Well, this Aurora business, what's all this then? <laughs> Hello, what's all this then? <laughs> what's going on around here? Which old is then? <laughs> well, here's what Nick Pope had to say in an interview with Dr. David Clark on the matter. Quote, then the whole debate over Aurora broke and there was a lot of very defensive mentality around and inevitably there is a sort of crossover from those sorts of things. And the job that I was doing and my head of division came in one day and took the photo down and locked it in his desk drawer. I'm just trying to remember what my head of division's room number was, but as far as I know, it is still locked in that drawer. He thought it was Aurora, and he thought, oh goodness, the Yanks won't like us having this on the wall, and I'm going to take it down. Now, of course, at the time, we were asking the Americans, I was asking through the embassy, through various specialists, hey, do you guys have a diamond or triangular-shaped hypersonic thing that has a low humming sound and does zero type five, no sonic boom. How do you do that? And you know where they were saying no to you because we have sightings as well. And we were wondering, maybe it was an RAF plane. And we were saying, oh, I wish. Oh, my God. Oh, if only. Oh, my God. We would love it. This is... <laughs> I love a quote when people are just like talking off the cuff and yeah, you like yeah, transcribe it. Yeah. Uh, then the whole debate over Aurora broke and there was a lot of very defensive mentality around and inevitably there is a sort of crossover from those sorts of things. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Nick Pope? <laughs> so the UFO Oh, I wish. Oh, oh, I wish. Oh, my God. Oh, have you seen Aurora? Oh, We'll get back God. to that in a minute. So the UFO investigations <laughs> officer, like I said, we said earlier, they, they like were so intrigued with these photos, they actually blew them up to, like on a poster and they they put the poster up in their office and then they had to take it down because they're like oh shit this is this might be like you know allegedly could have been the top 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 secret u.s aurora project oh shit the people around here can't stop jerking off to this <laughs> it's so fucking hot <laughs> this is so sexy. well that just makes me want to know more about it doesn't it in it then doesn't it in it it's part of a series, so the Aurora, similar to the uh, SR-71 Blackbird, was a top-secret Mach 3-plus capable reconnaissance aircraft. And to this day, the Aurora is only a myth. It has never been confirmed by any government agency. It's part of a series of what are deemed black projects, or highly secret, highly expensive military and intelligence projects, totally off the government books. However... The only reason we know anything about the Aurora at all is because in March 1990, five months before the Calvine incident, mind you, Aviation Week and Space Technology revealed a quote-unquote secret project that had been inadvertently included in the 1985 U.S. budget under a $455 million allocation for, quote, black aircraft production, end quote. 
Aurora became the subject of much speculation in the media and specialist aviation magazines from 1992, following claims that it had been operating secretly from a base in the Scottish Highlands. And two of these long-range, high-altitude Mach 3 aircraft did operate from the U.S. Air Force Base at RAF Mid- uh, Mildenhall in Suffolk from 1982 with permission from PM Margaret Thatcher's government. But according to the MOD, the last aircraft departed UK, UK soil on the 18th of January in 1990. So, again, is this Aurora? Is this not? So, that's kind of a fun mystery, right? right. Uh, the U.S. is flying and testing its top-secret aircraft out of a RAF base, either with or without the U.K.'s knowledge. Nice! Uh, that's so American. Moreover... It was theorized that if this was the Aurora Project, it was likely flying out of RAF uh, Makrahanish on the Kintyre Peninsula in Scotland. The base actually became known as Britain's Area 51 in 1992-93, following a flurry of unexplained radar and visual sightings of fast-moving aerial objects widely reported in the media. And the U.S. even lends credence to this theory because the Pentagon's intelligence report on Unexplained Aerial Phenomena, UAPs, published in June 2021, speculates that some unexplained sightings could be observations of classified programs developed by the U.S. government. There was also a page from the MOD's report on UAPs produced by DI-55 in 2000 covering Black Project aircraft that are frequently reported as UAPs. In the British MOD intelligence report on UAPs produced in 2000, the year 2000, also speculated that certain friendly, quote, certain friendly aircraft may be authorized for covert entry into UK-controlled airspace, end quote. It says these could be reported as UFOs because of their unfamiliar shapes. Well, in order to dig further into this mystery, Dr. David Clark made a series of Freedom of Information requests to the MOD for documents related to the Aurora Project, but he explicitly avoided using any terms related to the Calvine photos hoping to find something, some kind of unexpected link to help strengthen the theory, right? If he looked up things about Aurora and then found something about Scotland or Calvine, he'd be like, oh, put two and two together. What he got back were a series of documents from 1992 that originated from the British defense staff in Washington, D.C., addressed to the MOD in London. The UK's air attache, Air Commodore Simon Baldwin, sent a letter originally classified as secret to Sir Donald Spears, the controller of aircraft at MOD Main Building in London, early in December, where he expressed concerns about a, quote, possible stealthy platform flying in UK airspace, quote. The gentleman's correspondence also says that the UK had informally passed on their concerns to the U.S. Pentagon and received back, quote, more definite information on the source of the sighting, end quote. Moreover, another letter dated the 18th of December, 1992, says the issue had been triggered by a photograph taken from the ground with very blurred images of what could be two aeroplanes near Makrahanish. Uh-oh. So it's definitely sounding like Clark found a pretty strong connection between what, belie- what was believed to be some kind of secret aircraft and the Calvine photos. Oh, baby. There is nothing sexier than digging through saucy correspondence of two distinguished British gentlemen. Ow! Ooh, it's hot mm, stuff. Mm, it's saucy. It's got me creamy. But it gets weirder still. Ooh, baby. 
Clark eventually reached out to Baldwin and Spears about this correspondence, and they relayed a story about how the UK defense intelligence staff shared an image or images of the Calvin UFOs via secret intelligence channels with the Pentagon in the USA. But the CIA didn't inform the Pentagon that the photos the UK was inquiring about were coming from the UK. As a result, Lieutenant General John Jaquish, who was responsible for the stealth programs, mistakenly came to believe an experimental aircraft had been secretly developed by the RAF, drawing upon privileged access to stealth technology that had been shared in confidence with its European ally. Basically, the Pentagon wasn't informed by the CIA if the U.S. did indeed have secret aircraft flying in U.K. airfields or not, so the Pentagon just jumped to the conclusion that the aircraft in the photos were developed by the U.K. And what of the other aircraft in the photo? The supposed Harrier jet? Perhaps that can lend some clues? Well, official MOD documents state there were no Harrier jets operating out of Scotland at that time. So we're shit out of luck there. Well, if it's not a UFO and it's not a secret Aurora project, then maybe it's a spoof. Skeptics obviously question the validity of the photos and claim they could be easily show a model aircraft as opposed to a giant hovering object. The it's a spoof, spoof. Sentiment is also shared by Air Commodore Baldwin and by the Pentagon. If true, his theory might account for the reluctance of the photographer to come forward and might also explain why the source of the mysterious Harrier that couldn't be traced. But hey, Art. Hey, Bunk Funkers. Oh. What happened to the story the Scottish Daily Record was going to post? Oh my God. Isn't there some info in there we can mine? And by that, I mean, isn't there some info here that Dr. David Clark can do all the actual work in obtaining and we'll aggregate it here and talk about it from the comfort of the bunker. We're not going to do any actual work. You're expecting us to do any actual work. I mean, forget it. <laughs> if it's not done. We're not doing it. I mean, how are we going to do it? We're <laughs> fucking idiots. Yeah. We don't fucking know. Like I'm going to, like I'm going to put a freedom of information <laughs> yeah. act request in. What the fuck? Come on. I don't even know oh how to do that. I wouldn't even know what I'm fucking doing. I did it one time. Oh, uh, Oh, that's how I found all that information about where I keep my mustard. Mm-hmm. Now, some members of the ufology community believe the newspaper, the Scottish Daily Record, spiked the story in 1990 because it was served with a D notice, a dick notice. That isn't blue collar comedy tour style redneck lingo as in, they noticed my new truck. That's a D notice or a defense notice. If you get a D notice <laughs> and you think the notice my <laughs> truck you might be a redneck you might be a redneck uh, or more officially uh, so it means defense notice or more officially defense security media advisory or DSMA notices are official requests to news editors not to publish or broadcast items on a list of specified subjects for reasons of national security but DSMA notices have no legal standing and do not prevent publication. So what gives? Where's the scope? According to DSMA Secretary Brigadier Jeffrey Dodds, um, he says there's no records of D notices issued in connection with a U.S. stealth aircraft in U.K. territory. But he admits that, quote, that does not mean that D notices could not have been issued in connection with such an event. End quote. Great. Cool. It's really fucking helpful. I don't know about it. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) Furthermore, perhaps a gentle quote unquote reminder of the D notice policy was enough to persuade the newspaper from publishing the story. Maybe no formal action was 
needed if that's, you know, if that sufficed. Well, let's call in the closer, Dr. David Clark, nickname pending. He made a FOIA, a Freedom of Information Act request to get to the bottom of the D. D notice. Yeah. He was getting to the bottom of D's notice. These notices. He uncovered a document marked UK Restricted, written in 2000, the year 2000, by a contractor employed by the MOD Defense Intelligence Branch, DI-55, to produce its report on UAPs, codenamed Project Condine. The document does note a D notice issued in respect to the Astra slash Aurora project. So perhaps the MOD did step in and slam their big D on the table to put the kibosh on this story. Well, what say you, BFers? What are your thoughts on this fascinating UFO photo and mystery? Is it extraterrestrial? Is it a secret U.S. spy plane? Or is it a big old spoof? Well, we have some photos to share with you. And for once, they're not our karate class ceremonial glamour shots. Hiya! God, we look good in those. Oh, I look so fucking striking cool poses, and then those like I look so fucking hard and ready to fight. Yeah, like and then like a a mean photo of your face, like photoshopped, airbrushed in the top. Oh yeah. man, so badass. so badass. These photos truly are worth a thousand words, or perhaps a thousand yummies. They're photos of the whole enchilada. Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast will be right back after this brief message. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes. Hey, welcome back, Bung Bunkers. That was our research of the Calvine UFO incident photos. Probably should have mentioned it up top. We went and did an old school script this time around. Just decided to have a little fun, do a little old school script. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. You don't own Fuck us. Fuck you, Mr. Bunker. We'll do what we want. You don't own us, haters. You don't own us, fucking haters. We're high test alpha males. Andy, I got to say, and to my name is Topics. I fucking <laughs> love this topic, man. I think this is really fun. This is really cool. Did you look up the photo again to get a get a more up close shot? No. What do you think? Okay, you know you got everything you need. I'm only I'm only letting this be whatever reaction I had in the very middle of Chad Kroger's look at this photograph segment. I just want to stick with that initial reaction and let that be my memory for this. Okay, fine. Maybe if we get into some really specific questions, I'll look it up. Don't, but isn't this, isn't that a neat photo? When I first saw that photo, I was like, holy, I was like, oh my, I was like, oh, geez. it, it, oh, it is geez. really good. And you know, you brought up good points. It's like, usually when you see these photographs, they're shitty. Yeah. It's hard to tell what's fucking going on. I want to see the other five. How many UAP 
UFO videos have we watched over the course of doing this podcast where I watched the videos and I'm like, those are some lights in a line. Sure. Yeah. Like, and then, but you know, people are like, have these elaborate descriptions of what the craft is and how right. it's arranged. And it's like, I can't see any of that in the video because the video is poor quality. It's grainy. It's usually dark. So to see something that's very well lit in the middle of the day, very clear photograph, uh, the thing is clear frame. There's nothing blocking or obscuring nope. the view. Nope. It's just like, this thing is out there. Right. It's, it's like me modeling nude for an art class. Yeah. I am out there. My dong is out, mm -hmm. uh, shriveled, cold, yep. cold, sucked into the cavity of my you body. Can't hide. There's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide. Nowhere to run to, baby. Nowhere to hide. Um, you have to bear all, and and I think this little UFO bared bared all for us. It, yeah. it was spread eagle, and it it bared its little UFO cheeks for us. And um, yeah, I this really little, like looking this at little UK, UFO gave us the full Monty. And yeah. this is a I, centerfold. This is a centerfold. I would open this up and come. Yeah. This is this is you're opening up the magazine. You're turning it sideways, you're turning it portrait mode, and then the third, the centerfold printout falls, and you're like, hubba hubba, your eyes bulge out of your head, cartoon style. They blast through the magazine, yeah. ruining the magazine. Uh, you do one of those. Your heart starts thumping through your chest. Your mouth opens, your tongue unravels to the fore, and you're panting like a dog. You're, you become straight as a board, right? and steam comes out of your ears, and your mm -hmm. head turns into a train whistle. Yep. Um... I really, I like these photos a lot. And, and I got to tell you, you know, I had a bit of a transformation over the course of researching this topic. And um, at first I was like, holy fuck. I was like, I was like, holy fuck, dude. These, this is like the most convincing UFO photo I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It's so fucking convincing. It looks so good. Yeah. Then, of course, I read the closers, Dr. David Clark, nickname pending. Um, you know, I don't know if he's accepting that nickname yet or not. To bestow that nickname upon him, he's the Look, closer. He can get he can get two nicknames, yeah, possibly. Well, and it's kind of up to him, right? Which one he likes? He's either going to be the closer, or he's going to be Bones. <laughs> and Doctor David Clark, it's up to you. Which you want? It's his choice. <laughs> closer or Bones, dude? You get to pick. You can be the closer. You can be Bones. They're both badass. Both badass as hell. Yeah, and so. When I started re researching through his stuff, he's done so much diligent, deliberate work. Yeah. You know, it's very clear this guy has a PhD in, in like, journalism and communications and shit. He's like a fucking smart guy or whatever. Fucking egghead. Egghead. He's an egghead. But, um... Some eggheads are chaotic good. Some are chaotic good, that's right. They're not all fucking, like, pure evil. Chaotic evil, yeah. yeah. No, he's done so much good work... Just fucking setting up the story and building it and putting in all the data where you're like, oh, okay, this is like, you know, I'm not trying to get my verdict, but like, this is probably a secret airplane. But then that just opens your mind like, holy fucking shit. Like, what the fuck else is out there? Secret. This thing is nuts, dude. The way they were describing this thing, like, it could like, it just, I don't know, it was capable of a lot. Pretty wild. Aurora? Yeah. Because Aurora could be a topic in and of itself. Like, lots of people are obsessed with Aurora. Mm. And subsequent secret spy plane and black projects. Like, people are really into this shit. So are the Foo Fighters. I mean, hell yeah, they remember Aurora. I don't get it. That went over my head. <laughs> just like Aurora. 
<laughs> Pretty fitting. What do you think? You intrigued? Is you you as intrigued by this as I am? I'm intrigued. What is the suspicion that the that the thing in the center of the frame of the photograph is the secret aircraft? Yeah. Or that the thing in the background is no, the, the secret thing in aircraft. the center. So what do they think the one in the sec the background is? Nobody has any idea because it's not a Harrier jet. Yeah, like uh, it could be a Harrier jet. Because mm -hmm. um, Harrier jets have a very specific look. And is it known? Like was Aurora shaped like that? Yeah, it was shaped like that. Yeah, people are like it's. They've seen it a lot. Like it's triangular. It's diamond shape. Mm. It's it looks like that. It's it's a crazy weird reconnaissance aircraft. Mm. It's like you know nothing nothing looks like the SR seventy one Blackbird. Right. Like that thing is one hundred percent unique. Yeah. And you can see how that looks like a UFO. Right. Nothing looks like that thing. Yeah. No other airplane. Yeah. If you saw that, if you see this stuff in the sky that you've never seen before, of course you're going to be like, what the hell is that? Right. If it looks like an airplane, you'll be like, oh, it's probably just an airplane. Um, I mean, what are you thinking? Where are you leaning? You is into the, I'm, I'm into this. I like this topic. This is a fun topic. I, I like that angle. Uh, you know, obviously I'm going to like show my hand a lot here because you know me, I'm never really convinced by any UFO stories because I don't really believe that, that like, mm -hmm. Earth is being routinely visited by intelligent races from other star systems. Right. Um, but this is kind of a good photograph. It's very intriguing. Um, it's sort of unfortunate, though, that we don't have a lot more inf information from the hikers. Yeah. Why did they never come forward? That captured the photograph. It almost makes me that uh, in and of itself. Like, I understand the connection to the secret aircraft. And it's definitely intriguing. But I don't know. I'm also like, like I said, it's a little, like the image in the photograph, to me, it looks very much like a flying saucer. Yeah. Like a classic flying saucer. Well, if you look up some renditions of what people believed Aurora looked like, it's very triangular. Um, you know, there there is no... Uh, and, and people have been seeing it all over the UK and the US. It's it's a very popular shape. Um, you know. Yeah. It does. It does almost have a shape like a. Uh, it looks like an A-wing. Yeah. From Star Wars. Like it looks like that's what it looks like to me. Now there is the SR-91 Aurora, but. You know, oh, I don't know if that's one. the same thing or if that was this was a if Aurora that we're talking about was like a precursor to that or what have you. Um, it's it's I mean, it is it blows my mind that we have these. Oh, like, I see the way that if you look at it like head on, it looks like a dome with like a bigger bowl underneath. Right. And then the wings come out to the side. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it head on, they're so thin that it maybe doesn't look like there's anything there. Right. So I see. And if you look up the Calvine photo, I'm going to compare the two. Yeah, I mean, you obviously got to think that, like, that object was probably flying really fast. So, like, I'm sure that, like, the other six photos or five photos are possibly maybe they're blurry or they didn't come out as good. And that's really the best one. Um, but, hey, I mean... Props to, props to this these two fucking hikers, man, for actually capturing a real photo. I guess if you zoom in on it, I opened it up. 
I'm looking at it. If you zoom in on it, it doesn't have it doesn't have as it does have sort of a triangular right rhomboid right type of shape to it. Right. Doesn't it blow your mind though that there are like these top, top, top secret like this is a fucking five hundred million dollar secret project. It's just off the books and they're just building it and like no like isn't it crazy though that this idea that like there's things being built that even the like heads of two governments are like yeah like that that is a hilarious exchange to me that like the UK was like hey uh you guys flying um your secret airplanes uh out of our air force bases and they're like here's a photo and he and then the Americans get it and they're like what the fuck is this is this your guys' thing and they're like no no we we were asking if that's yours and he's like did you you guys built this and he's like no. You're not understanding. <laughs> I'm asking if you built this here. <laughs> oh shit! You got you built one of these. You guys built one. This thing's fucking sick, dude. And they're like, no, no. We think you did. We think you did. And he's like, dude, if you guys have this, it's fucking badass. You want to share this with us or what? Yeah, share this? Come on. But it's like, dude, even the Pentagon isn't aware that that's a fucking thing. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It is pretty crazy. Um, but I mean, honestly, it's like. I don't know, $500 million for our fucking military in this country. It's like drop yeah. in the bucket. Sneeze. Well, that oh. was 1990s money or 1980s money. 1980s money, baby. Woo woo. Um, um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. If you look at it up close, it kind of has more of a triangular shape. I don't know. It seems like just the level of confusion with it, like gives you some, I don't know. It makes me go, oh, okay, it could be that. Yeah. Cause it, if nobody knows for sure, nobody can definitively say it, like, that's the thing is it just seems like people are saying like, I'm not aware of it rather than saying right. definitively. No, this, the Aurora aircraft was not here. This could not be the Aurora aircraft. I don't know. There's a lot of like, I don't know. There's a lot of like stuff where it's like, people are like covering it up. Well, I don't think they asked any of the people who would know. Right. Cause the people mm -hmm. who would know would be the CIA. Right. This is a CIA plane. Right. And so they're asking people in the UK and they're the like, the purpose of it was a spy stealth spy plane. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a mock, it's a reconnaissance information, Mach three supersonic. Like you can't detect it. Right. It's going hella fast. <laughs> Not playing. <laughs> you didn't even see that shit. dude. Pick it up. Yeah, it's good. It's like JJ Zeppelin. Who do they even get to fly stuff like this? Chuck Yeager? Yeah. Hey, it's me. I'm Chuck fucking Yeager. Here to fly the Aurora. I'm going to fly the Aurora lights. No, no, Mr. Yeager. Uh, this is a plane named. I'm going to fly literally at the speed of fucking light. I'm going to fly the Aurora Borealis lights through the fucking sound barrier. I'm Chuck fucking Yeager. No, Mr. Yeager, you're flying. A, here's this is the plane. Y'all are about to get served with my D notice if you don't shut the fuck up <laughs> and let me fly those lights. I'm gonna fly light. I'm a god. He is now. <laughs> Rest easy, old friend. Rest easy, you fucking bastard. I hope you're giving Satan hell. He's um, fucking flying planes in hell. Yeah. Um, and in heaven. I though doesn't seem like you're a plane guy. Not into planes. What are you, a train guy? What do you mean I'm not truck in, guy? What do you mean I'm not into planes? You're not into them. 
What do you mean? You don't think they're cool? The planes are pretty cool. Do you? Yeah. Seems like you're shitting on this topic, dude. Seems like you're not into this shit. <laughs> this is a badass photo, dude. It's just like you're not revved up. Where's your engine? Vroom, vroom. I don't know. I guess. I guess maybe I'm. I'm too skeptical. What do you um, think this is? I'm like, mm, it's probably hoax. You think it's a hoax? Probably hoax. Probably about a little like RC flying saucer toy. You really think so? Put it up there. And we're like, let's see how this. Let's see where this goes. Two guys just on a hike. Why not? As is as usual. Two guys on a hike. They were covering up for the fact that why, they were out in the though, wilderness, they why were hiking, this, having sex with each other. You th- you think it's more plausible? The camera had so many pictures of them fucking and sucking each other, yeah. and so there's a lot of info though that hasn't been released and won't be for a long time. Like the MOD wanted to gain like like what what kind of camera was it? What was the lens? The focal length? Like all this intel. But here's the thing: you think it's you think it's more probable. That I didn't say that. Well, I'm. Well, I'm saying close your gaping maw because I'm putting some words in your mouth to help understand your fucking point. Because you're saying you're skeptical, you think it's a hoax. You haven't given your verdict, but I'm just saying if that's what you think. Yeah. You think it's more plausible that a couple of dudes got together on a hike, and they. Just so happened to pick the right RC models of different things that made actual fucking intelligence officers come down. Like you think it's so you think it's more plausible that they actually spoofed what ended up being potentially real. Because, you know, you would think the intelligence of the MOD or whatever would sniff it out. They'd be like, well, that's nothing. I've never seen that before. Fucking nothing. But they're like, hey, this might be a thing. A lot of people are like, this might be actually be a thing. Holy shit. Might actually be Aurora. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't line up. The Harriers. Like that. Yeah. If you look at the photocopy version of the photo, yeah. it looks a lot like a, like Aurora there. Yeah. I think it looks more like Aurora in the photocopy version than it does in the actual version. Why do you hate the photo so much? I don't hate the photo. I like the photo. You like the Sandy Cheeks Mistakes into Miracles photo a little bit better, I think. Yeah, that's a great photo. <laughs> Who wouldn't like that? That's a meme. It's a classic meme. Yeah. Mistakes into Miracles. Yeah. Hmm. What was the mistake, though? Oh, 9/11? she's pregnant. SpongeBob got her pregnant in that photo. You don't oh. see it, but she's pregnant. Yeah, I did see that. With his baby. That was the mistake? They didn't use protection? It's spoofing that those classic, like, um, you know, it's spoofing, like, uh, it's spoofing a couple of things. It's spoofing like shitty deviant art, art where mm-hmm. like people ship characters, mm-hmm. and then it's that like should never be shipped together. Like, why do you need to see SpongeBob and Sandy in a relationship, like having children? That's like I don't know why you need to see that. But then it's also spoofing like hardcore Christian ideology, not hardcore, but like you know conservative Christian ideology, where it's like, oh, our little mistake just became a miracle. You know, mm-hmm. like we had we had a baby, but that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. It's spoofing those two things at the same time. And then someone overlaid it over 9-11 just because why not? This just makes it 10 times funnier. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Oh, I know. I have I have a series you of photographs. You get the meme now that I've explained it to you. Is it funnier? <laughs> no, I I I just I I it's very funny. I have a series of photographs saved on my personal device of Mario and Luigi getting married and having a baby together. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> They're brothers. Yeah, it's incest. They adopt the baby or does one of them get pregnant? No, Luigi gets pregnant. <laughs> And gives natural birth to the baby. Hell yeah. You think Mario's sperms jump like he does? Yeah. Like when they get into an egg, they go, woohoo! Boing, boing, boing. Boing. Ding, 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 ding. And then the other ones, when they don't get to the egg first, they go, and they die. Yeah. You think about Mario's cum a lot? (laughs) Yeah. You think he shoots fireballs? Yeah. It's just in fireballs. Or uh Those little white pants. Yeah. Like his whole cl- his whole outfit changes, you know? Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. We never they never really like address that why it changes his clothes. Fire power up. Um do you think that what do you think that his sex life with Peach is like? Probably hot. Yeah. I think so too. They got that big ass castle they can fuck in every room. Yeah. Toad, get the fuck out of this room. I'm going to make a love to my bride. I must stay to help the queen. <laughs> the princess. Yeah, who's the queen? I don't know. It's weird that she's a princess, but she's in charge. Bowser. Bowser's the queen. Bowser, <laughs> The ultimate queen. Bowser. God, you remember that? Not a canonical character. Those were photos you probably liked. Oh, do I ever. Arr. I don't understand why there would be a Bowsette like that, though. What do you mean? Like, she's way too human. Uh, yeah, humanized. yeah, yeah. There were other, there were other like, Lady Koopas. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Bowsette just doesn't fit in. Yeah, and then there's, like, that Yoshi's little lover, the pink thing with the bow. Birdo. Birdo. Are they lovers? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe I've been shipping that on DeviantArt. Yeah, Who I don't knows? think so. Mistakes into miracles. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Birdo is gay. Oh, really? Yeah. Canonically? Oh, no, 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 wait. No, wait. No, wait. But I just read canonically, I think. The ghost? I don't remember what it was about. Birdo. Shy guy? Shy guy. Yeah, where are the shy guys? I love the shy guys. They're my favorite. They're wearing masks, right? Yeah, they're neat little guys. But they're like, but they're like, what are they underneath the cloaks? I don't know. Deformed Goombas. (laughs) Too ugly. Too ugly Goombas. Looks into our next. uh, That's our new podcast we're launching. Too Too ugly ugly Goombas. Goombas. (laughs) (laughs) Very fitting podcast for us. (laughs) Where we'll talk about Mario's cum for two and a half hours each episode. Be no different than this one. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. This is a fucking episode about uh, secret aircraft and airplanes. We're talking about cum. Yeah. <laughs> and which which characters in the Nintendo universe are fucking each other? He just has to have a mushroom, dude, and he gets big. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be dangerous, though. Very dangerous. If you're Peach... You better. You got to know what kind of um, you don't mushrooms be, are on your food. Yeah, you don't want to be like you eat a fucking pizza, and you're tiny. 
And all of a sudden you grow big and you just break the table, break the chair. Right. Like you break things. It's almost like a curse. Like he breaks, he's breaking fucking brick. Yeah. He's that strong. Yeah. I mean, that's a curse. Well, you think about it too. Like in your scenario, eating a pizza with mushrooms on it, if Mario's like getting peach from behind, doggy style, and he's got an entire pizza on her back and he's eating the pizza while he does the deed and he suddenly eats a mushroom and it makes him huge. I mean, that's potentially a life-threatening situation. I think they call that the Neapolitan. <laughs> Just like they do in Naples. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. Secret airplanes. Secret what about them? <laughs> I don't know. We could get to verdicts. This is a short topic. There's not really a lot here. It's either what do you believe, what do you don't I'm believe. I'm really weighing on this one. But I think I have an idea where I'm going to verdict. Okay. Um, And I think you're going to be mad at me. Probably. I... I already, you know, I already am pissed about you for a lot of reasons. Yeah, this is not going to help. You're going to be mad at me for a number of reasons because of this verdict, but I got to give it because I think it's the right verdict for me. Um, So I'm going plausible plus that this photograph, what was captured in this uh, Calvine incident photograph was a secret government aircraft. Whoa. What the fuck? Plausible plus. Why'd you do the old switcheroo on me? There's no switcheroo. You said I was going to be pissed. You are pissed. I'm not at all. You're pissed that I was so skeptical during the discussion. Why do you think it's a secret government aircraft? You think there's enough linkage? It just feels right. The fact that the Pentagon is like, no, 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 it's a spoof. It's kind of like, come on. I mean, they're always going to say that. Come on. But I don't know. There is something about it that it's just like the timing is is kind of right. Um, the U.S. used those that Air Force Base in particular and many others in the U.K. as a launching point for uh, Desert Storm. Well, like you said, the MOD is a good it's a good in between point. Yeah. And the MOD being like, we got to keep this under wraps. Right. It's kind of sus. Uh, but I'm only plausible plus on it because. I don't know. I to me, it's like I feel like it could have easily been faked. No oh, man, I, I, don't I think, think it could be spoofed, but there's just enough. There's enough there to get me like, oh, because look, I might not believe. Hey, okay, extraterrestrials are hey, flying around all the time, but I definitely do believe that secret government aircrafts are probably flying around all the time. Yeah. So plausible plus. Wow, bunk bunkers. Um, Andy, I'm going to call your verdict and raise it. I'm going highly plausible. Highly plausible, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I think this is Whoop. a this is a somebody's high on this one. I know, I like this one a lot. I think this is really, I do. I think this is, um, I think this is a the Aurora Project. I think that's what was photographed here. I think there's there's plenty of evidence to prove that. I think that the closer, Doctor David Clark or Bones. Or Bones. Um, Dr. David Bones Clark. He won that award. The Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast presents the Sherlock Holmes as portrayed by Robert Downey Jr. Ronald Downey Jr. Honorary Sleuth of the Year Award. Like yeah. he won that for a reason. Like we don't just give that out to anybody. He did amazing right. work on this. That is an amazing job. He really proved a really strong link between, some might even say as strong as a Justin link, to justinlink.com um, and Justin Link Photography. So he really embodied the spirit of Sherlock Holmes as portrayed by Robert Downey Jr. in did. the work that he did. Right. And so it just, it's, 
it's just there, man. Like, yeah, okay, you can't really prove that it's a Harrier jet, but it's like, you know, it's just it just lines up. And I don't think I don't think this is that spoofable. I don't think it's as spoofable as people think it is. Why? I think you'd be able to tell if it was a spoof. You think that you think it would have been easily sussed out as a spoof? Because this was the 1990s. They had a photo negatives. There's no Photoshop. They didn't Photoshop these photos. Mm-hmm. So, but isn't it possible to just take a really good photograph? Sure, but I don't think there's anything to prove. Now, obviously, we don't know much about these hikers, but mm-hmm. from what we said, I mean, there's we have no really evidence of of if they were people who could do something like that. I don't think it's as easy to spoof a UFO to that degree that would get that many people fired up. See, in in my mind... I think there was a D-notice. Yeah. I think the the Daily Record... I think the Daily Record would post a story about it if it was a spoof. They would go to the RAF for comment. The RAF would be like, I don't know what the fuck is this. It's fucking stupid. Or they would say something. Why would they... Why would they put the kibosh on the story? You could you could make the argument that okay, they put the kibosh on the story because it is a spoof. Maybe they didn't know if it was a spoof. Yeah. I don't know. I just I think there's something here, man. I think they captured these fucking photos. And I want to believe these photos are good. <laughs> Isn't it? We don't get many of these wins, Andy. We gotta take them where we get them. We're sitting here talking about the Tehran UFO. It's just fucking lights in the sky. This is a fucking real deal money photo. It's getting hot. It's getting heavy. It's getting horny, man. This is a cool photo. No shit on the Tehran UFO. I love the Tehran UFO. It's one of our favorites. It's probably our favorite. It's like our first love. Yeah. We love that. I'll never forget the Tehran UFO. And I mean, no matter how many other UFOs I see in my life, I'm always going to be sitting here jerking off to the Tehran UFO. When you're having sex with the Phoenix lights, no disrespect. The Phoenix lights are great. Think about the Tehran UFO. Yeah. It just hit different. It just hit different. That shit was good. Dude, you don't want to say dude. All right, dudes. So, bunkfuckers, that was our verdicts on uh, the Calvine UFOs. UFO. Uh, Let us know what you think, dude. Let us know what you think, dude. I'm going to get it, dude. All right, y'all. We're going to be having sex with a UFO plane in the sky. Hit it with a little of this. Nah. And don't forget your seasonings, stale cracker, condoms, lubricated, dude. Got to lubricate, dude. Plenty of cayenne pepper. Plenty of cayenne pepper on your penis, dude. That'll really spice it up a notch, <laughs> dude. Um, let us know what you think about this topic. Use the hashtag <laughs> stale, stale cracker. cracker. <laughs> what else could it be? And that's I think that's cracker with a K. <laughs> I don't actually know and I don't care. Uh, <laughs> use the hashtag stalecracker. Let us know what you think. Uh, email us, mrbuckerpod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at mrbuckerpod. If you feel so inclined, you have the means to do so. You want to donate on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash mrbuckerpod. Five bucks a month. Get you access to the Booker Discord. Get you access to a new episode every single month. Get you access to the gaming live streams. We're going to be playing... I don't know when this episode comes out, but we're going to be playing scary. We're going to be playing a scary game in, in, in October. What game or is it a surprise? It's a surprise. Okay. I know what game I'm going to be playing. Okay. I might reveal it only to patrons. Ooh. But it's, I don't like scary games. I don't really like horror stuff. So I'm probably going to be really scared. Mm-hmm. 
And it's also very uh, gruesome. It's kind of a... Ours going to play the new indie game, Do Andy's Laundry. <laughs> Frightening. <laughs> that game is too scary. Um, but let us know, uh, Bunk Bunkers, uh, Andy, what else do? <laughs> what else do you guys say? I don't know who Stalecracker is. And at this point, I don't even know if I want to find out for yeah. sure. Maybe I'll just let it live just as it is. <laughs> just pretend it's me. Just pretend that you're Stalecracker. You're doing some sort of a Cajun YouTube channel. I wish I had pit vipers like that guy. Pit vipers? Yeah, he's got the pit viper sunglasses. Oh. He's a cool guy. Dude. Is he related to Uncle Cracker? Maybe. I wish. Well, you know, if you really like Stale Cracker's content, don't forget to follow him. Everything will be all right. <laughs> well said, Andy. He's the one that'll tuck you in at night. And if you want to leave... He can guarantee you won't find no anybody else like him. I love me some uh, Uncle Cracker. Um, but well said, Andy. But for, you know, some might call our Uncle Stale Cracker, a moldy cracker, Mr. Bunker, for not the titular Mr. Bunker, but for and, my... And not for Nick Simon. And definitely not for Nick Simon. My Doty, my Doty co-host, Andy Hart. I'm Art Stone saying that. The whole enchilada. Uh, yum. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional Book, Book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.